Welcome to the That Don't Fit podcast, a podcast where we're dedicated to talking about life and life's real issues that cross racial and generational lines. My name is Jared Torrance, and I'm here with my co-host, Andy Farmer. We're friends, we're pastors, we're wanting to help people talk and process life in a crazy world. Welcome to the conversation. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten, all the uh, likes. We are, uh, we've got 41 reviews, five star or, reviews. Yeah. Man. Like we went through all of our family. We have 42. 42. 42. We just got another one, even as we speak. They're coming in. Now's Rolling. the time, folks. Not. <laughs> yeah. The prize board is still up there. You can still get one. Oh no, we, we figured out we don't have 42 relatives, so some of you are actually <laughs> contacting us uh, outside of that. So I, I do have uh, a couple of two-year-olds I can put in, but I don't think they're doing this. But, <laughs> um, but we are grateful. Yes, and, we are. And uh, JT's just going to read one of, the, uh, one of the, the comments that we got, just give you a flavor for how he's yes, responding. Yeah, it's, it's great because you can leave a, a rating, like there's the stars, but then there's others that go above and beyond and actually leave like written Which reviews. Which we love, the, the above and beyond. Yes, let's yeah. do the above and beyonds. Yeah. Uh, this is great. So this is from this is from January 29th, 2022. So recently. Uh, so thank you, Emily GD1908. This was so encouraging. Um, she She says this, these guys tackle hard topics with grace and joy. Also, the episode about phones had me laughing so hard. This podcast has been one of my soundtracks this past two years of COVID, social upheaval, and renewed cultural awareness about racial justice. I have been able to process life more biblically through this podcast. And uh, that last sentence, I think, is my favorite. Um, to be able to look at life more biblically and process things um, as a result of what we're doing here is, 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 a, is a gift. Yeah, that's great. Emily, thank you so much. One thing, that episode on phones. Yes. That was heartfelt. That was serious. <laughs> you misunderstood it. So if you go back and listen to it, you recognize we were trying to communicate a serious and heavy message. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, so we're going to get started. Uh, I'm Andy. This is JT. We are, uh, we're going to do a, do an episode today because JT is an angry man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, actually kind of, uh, yes, that's, that's kind of exactly what's happening. Yeah. And it's late and he's tired and he's angry. <laughs> so we're going to be <laughs> the topic today for real though, is, uh, the heart of anger. And, um, I, there's a book, uh, yeah, there's a book. Called- I was going to set you up really nice, man. Oh, and- do it, do go for it. No, now you ruined it. What? Oh. You ruined it. Now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, there's a book that's going to help okay, us. Good. Tell <laughs> me about the book. I need to know. <laughs> there's a book uh, that came out, I think, just last year, right? Um, I should look this before. Flip, flip, flip. 2021. Yeah. So last year, uh, released through Crossway. Um, by Christopher Ash and Steve Midgley. Christopher Ash is a guy who, I mean, he's done a lot of great work, but his commentary on the book of Job is absolutely phenomenal um, and has been a really great resource for us. But this book is called The Heart of Anger, uh, How the Bible Transforms Anger in Our Understanding and Experience. Should we put the link to this in the bio? Yeah, we'll put a link to yes. order it in the in the thing because um, it's a great book and I think we all should be jumping into this. But it, it caught my attention because... Um, I don't know if I've read many books on the topic of anger mm. and the way he, 
the way he kind of tackles it is essentially uh, every person struggles with anger. And um, it's just a matter of whether or not we know it. And when I first read that, I was like, I don't think I struggle with anger. And I was like, oh, is he talking about me? Mm. And um, it's it's really helpful. So the, the format of the book, he talks about what anger is. He talks about anger in the human heart. He talks about... Um, he breaks it up into into four parts, and he anchors so much of it in in the Bible, and uses different narrative texts and things like that to illustrate anger, because uh, he talked he he's helpful in saying that the Bible doesn't say here's what anger looks like, blah 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 blah. A lot of times there is a story that is told, and anger mm-hmm. is laced throughout where um, where sin gets exposed and things like that. So part one is biblical portraits of human anger. Uh, part two is leaving room for an angry God because um, God is an angry God, um, but his anger is just perfect and not like ours at all. Yeah. Um, part three is first steps in diffusing human anger. And then part four, uh, which just nicely wraps it all up, is find joy in the peace of Christ. Mm. It's, um, yeah, it's it's a helpful book. What well, he walks through thing, he walks through the topic uh, practically, practically. Uh, and it helps make very clear ties to what the Bible says about these things. Um, so what did you learn? I mean, give me a couple of things you learned specifically for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That you, know, you said, oh, boom, that's me. Man, so <clears throat> the I think one of the most helpful, no, nah, I don't want to say most, one of an incredibly helpful thing in the book I was realizing that applied to me is that anger doesn't always look like being mad mm-hmm. or an outburst mm-hmm. or raising your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, anger can look like sulking. Anger can look yeah. like self-pity. Yeah. Uh, anger can look like, um, let me see, there's some, there's some other ones down here as well. Mr. Uh, Pah- Potato Head's angry eyes. Y- yes, it can look like Mr. Yeah. Potato Head's angry eyes. It can look like grumbling. Yeah. It can look like resentment. It can look like envy. Yeah. Uh, it can look like a critical spirit or mm. indifference. So when, like, sometimes I can just be like, okay, whatever, I'm out on this and yeah. just feel indifferent and think that's a right response when really it's my anger yeah. that has made me say, throw my hands in the air, okay, whatever. But I'm not actually throwing my hands up and saying whatever. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just going to put this over here in this category yeah. and not deal with it. Or, you, or, or use the word, well, I'm not angry, I'm frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I'm not angry, I'm angry. That's right. (laughs) But, um, so there's a quote here that I think is is really, really helpful. He says, sometimes, even though anger is the dominant figure standing tall in the front row, all manner of others are hidden there as well. Mm. Look carefully and we will find sadness, regret, shame, and despair tucked in behind. Yet anger is the loud one. So kind of almost on the flip side of what I just shared, Oftentimes, anger is the one that's expressed. But behind the anger mm-hmm. are different emotions: just sorrow, sadness, disappointment, yeah. um, regret. And he, uh, I mean, he, I mean, he comes pretty straight at us, but also doing so in a helpful kind of pastoral way as well. But he lets us know that, like, anger is our anger only comes from us being upset that we're not God. Mm-hmm. Like the the only reason we're angry is because everything's not under our control and things aren't going the way that we desire it to. Um, Whether it's control that we realizing that we don't have, or we feel like we have ownership over things like these are my possessions. You will not take these. These are mine. And when my possession of these things are threatened, I'm going to get angry. Uh, Our reputation. Mm -hmm. 
we don't like to be embarrassed. We don't like to be shamed. And if that happens, we get angry. So that's, he has a great like little mini chapter in there about an example of anger reveals of what anger reveals inside of us with uh, in parenting. Mm-hmm. And so he talks about it's a very different thing handling a child's temper tantrum in your home versus a grocery store. One of those is going to get a much more intense slash angry reaction out of us mm-hmm. because we're in a public space and people are form formulating views of who I am and how I parent based on how I'm going to respond to my child. And uh, that embarrassment rises up anger within us and then yeah. managing it. So what, what do you say to somebody who says, well, I have a right to be angry. You did me wrong. Well, here's what they say. Yes. Or, yeah. So, so if, if you, here, cause here's the thing, there is such a thing as righteous anger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it happens as often as we would like it to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if I'm if I'm defining it as, as righteous anger, it probably isn't righteous right, anger. Right, that's exactly that's you know, exactly. If somebody right. else tells me, oh, that's righteous anger on me, then I'll say, yeah, okay, great, I'm good. But if I'm saying, man, listen, it's righteous anger. Right. I just think I've just disqualified myself from judging. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, if if someone says I have a right to be angry, yeah. You, you did something wrong to you me. You did something wrong. I have a right to be angry. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what you know. You often hear. Yes, is um, I have a right to be angry. Yeah, because, because I was wrong. Because I was wrong. And so, <clears throat> uh, and obviously in the Bible there is there's a passage mm-hmm. um, uh, where it seems to indicate that, you know, you can be angry and, do not, and, and not sin. Yeah. Um, that gets loaded up with a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, so... How do you? Can I jump back to that yeah, right now? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because it's <laughs> if it's saying be angry and do not sin. If you're in a position where you're saying, "Well, I have a right to be angry," you must have done something that has revealed that you're angry, and um, it's I think it's safe to assume that there was sin in there somewhere. If you're justifying, no, 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 I have a right to be angry and do yeah, whatever it is yeah. that you're trying to justify in that moment, mm-hmm. and um. The fact that ang- like anger reveals what our hearts truly desire, and um, a-, a lot of times when we are responding in anger, there's a there's a little bit of vengeance that is coming sure. into place. There's yeah. thing you've wronged me. I have a right to be angry yeah. so that I can wrong you. Is mm-hmm. typically how that ends up. And then there's that passage that says, "Vengeance is mine; mm-hmm. I will repay," says yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Uh, repay no one evil for evil. But instead, like, love them, and yeah. then you're dumping burning coals on their head. Yeah. <laughs> it's, how, it's how that for That translation, yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I feel like there's, there's not, like, there was a, a quote I read the other day. It actually wasn't from this book, um, but it talks about the anger of, of Jesus, right? And yeah. the anger of, of, of our God and how his anger is so unlike ours because it's perfect. Like, his anger cannot be sinful. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that rises up anger against him is when something wrong is done. Like yeah. he's so good, he's so holy, he's so pure, he's never going to wrong anybody. Yeah. And so he's like actually the only person that always has a right to be angry yeah. when injustice or something yeah. is done. And then he says, uh, 
we we need to trust in the anger of God. Like mm-hmm. trust that God is angry at the injustice that's happening. Yeah. Trust that God is angry that you've been wronged by someone. Like legitimately, there is a wrong that's done. Uh, Christ is angry with you, and you can trust in His anger, and you can trust that eventually all wrongs are going to be made right, yeah. um, whether it's in this life or or the next. Yeah. Um, those things are going to be made right, and if we are happily submitting ourselves under the sovereignty of God mm-hmm. and happily submitting ourselves under his righteous rule, um, we're going to be less angry because we're going to be trusting that his anger is sure. going to get things done if we were truly wronged. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, the idea of righteous anger, I think, and you you, you mentioned an illustration, uh, anger at injustice. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know... Uh, I, I think we we could say if I see injustice being done to someone, because that angers God, that should anger me. My my uh, emotion should follow after and mirror the emotions God would have. Yeah. The difference is, of course, that I can't keep that anger. I can't act on it yeah. with justice, and I can't act on it with purity. And I uh, and I don't have the right to exact it on my own, and so I'm dependent on God to do things. And if I, so I think our our ability to sort of hold to a righteous anger, I think it's a, it's even if it happens, I think it's a function of we have to do something with it because it will not stay righteous. Right. Yes. That's, you know, that's exactly. We have right. to pray it into God's hands. That's we need exactly to act right. in ways that are pleasing to God. We need to trust God with it, but we cannot hold it and then start acting out of it as if we are righteous. Yes. And uh, he he has a chapter here that talks about self-righteousness and anger yeah, yeah. and even how our righteous anger quickly <laughs> slips into unrighteous anger because yeah. of that very thing. He says, when righteous anger, oh, that's a sentence. When righteous anger slips into something unrighteous, it is always because I've smuggled myself onto the throne. Yeah. And instead of representing representing God, I have replaced him. Yeah. And so that that it, it's and it's such like a a, a a thin line of like oh, this uh, injustice was done, I'm angry because uh because of who God is and and how that represents him and blah 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 and these kind of things and I want yeah. it to be read right. And then instead of representing him, I want to replace him. It's like, "Well, I'm going to take these things sure. into my own hands." Yeah. Um well, James 1:9, we've actually used that verse um be quick to listen, slow to anger. Um, but uh, uh, slow to speak, slow to anger. Mm-hmm. Um, in talking about how to ha- have con- conversations over race and just a, a proper attitude, yeah. the second part of that, the anger of man never achieves the righteousness of God, mm-hmm. um, is is an unequivocal statement. Uh, yeah. It's this is the way it this this is the way it is. You're not going to be able to get to God's righteousness through your own anger. Mm-hmm. And so that that's it's kind of reinforcing your point there. That's we can't use our anger to justify our our means or our ends. Listen, and and that's exactly what <clears throat> anger does. So, um that's literally exact so <laughs> what I, I I was as I've like kind of thinking and just writing different things of as I'm thinking through this book is that anger is one of the most like pragmatic sins. Mm-hmm. Um anger we will do absolutely anything to justify our anger like we get caught up in a in a rage and uh our anger is made known to us it's a rarity for someone to say you're right i'm angry it's just like well 
<laughs> you, you know, yeah. it's it's the thing. It's like, well, there's these reasons why I'm angry, and I yeah. ought to be able to stay angry. Um, anger is a is a blinding type of sin. It makes us uh, hostile towards things that don't need to be hostile, and it makes mm-hmm. us want to define things in a way that I don't think they need to be defined. Like, if you take any kind of like ethical issues, like. When, once anger enters into that kind of processing, mm-hmm. gr- there's no gray area. It's yeah, a white or black point, issue. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's this or this because mm-hmm. I'm angry and yeah. you need to decide what it is and you need to be on my side. And if you're not on my side, I'm going to be even yeah. more angry about it. Um, everything is is a do or die type of, of mentality. There's like this intensity that anger brings into things that can be nuanced. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, that's a big problem within how christians are engaging via social media mm-hmm. uh nuance is lost uh humility is not put up front in, yeah. in, in the forefront it's, it's you know it's the whole battle with the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. you know is it going to be love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness and self-control or is it going to be fits of rage jealousy envy yeah. strife yeah. and covetousness um and i think anger makes the latter or former the latter the went out yeah yeah, yeah. Well, the, the flesh. I mean, you the see flesh. How, exactly. See how many of those works. The flesh are mm-hmm. are anger, wrath type words. There, yeah. you know. Yes. So it's, you, it's like anger, 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 anger. Yeah, anger. exactly. <laughs> and more anger, and more anger, and immorality. But then some more anger. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so you're dealing with somebody who <clears throat> seems to really struggle with anger. Mm-hmm. How do you help them? I would give them this book. (laughs) (laughs) Just slide. This would be a really awkward Christmas gift to give someone. It would be, yeah. I've been thinking about you. I think you would benefit. It's a stocking stuffer. I wouldn't make it the major gift. But you know. (laughs) No, but someone who is, um, someone who is really struggling with anger. I think anger is, is something we struggle with more because it's hard to identify. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to do this because the, the, the different parts of the book are so helpful. I'm just going to read through the, the chapters. Um, so part one says biblical portraits of human anger. Uh, number one is anger and the human heart. And number two is getting to the heart of anger. I think once we are able to like decipher and pinpoint triggers and different things that are getting us angry, yeah. we're going to be able to, wrestle with those and take those to Jesus. Like, like <laughs> it's hard to confess something that you don't know what, that sure, you need to confess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I, I honestly walking in the light, I feel like we say this every podcast, but walking in the light is a necessity in the Christian life. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling with anger and nobody knows about it besides like yeah. your spouse or your roommate or your family members, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be hard to have people speaking into that, and it's going to be hard to to, to kind of kill it. And I'm not saying anger is going to go completely go away, but I think there's a joy in walking in the light and a, and a, a grace that comes when you're walking in the light, when you're walking in humility, that's going to help you keep in check. Like, man, I got to follow up with so-and-so yeah. on how my temper has been this week and how my even my temperament has been. Mm-hmm. That can help. But also recognizing what it is, in, like what's upsetting you about your life or about what God is sovereign over in your life. Yeah. What are you What are you battling God with? Because that's where all the anger comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's fair to say, is that our anger comes from 
our disagreements with how God's handling our life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't, I don't mean to say that harshly, but I, but I think that's accurate. When, when I think there's a better way something ought to go, I'm yeah. declaring a truth about God. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know you're sovereign. I know you're omnipotent and all these yeah. things, but if you would let me handle this in the way that I think it should go, I think it would go better. Yeah. And our anger pushes up against that. Um, so he goes on in the other chapters of part one. It's like anger and power, uh, anger and self-righteousness, anger and pride, anger and the crowd, which I think is a, is a huge one. Mm regarding uh, social media and different things like that is the infectious nature of anger yeah. and how uh, anger gets uh, uh, verified and solidified and validated yeah. if there's more people who are angry with you. Yeah. And then uh, using others to serve our angry madness. And so uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of that uh, infectious part as well of just like, <clears throat> if I can get other people to be angry with me or manipulate people to do things, from my anger that's going to make me feel better and get that kind of vengeance that we talked about. That's, that's going, that's going to work out. And, um, but then he contrasts it with the, with the anger of God, God in part two. So it's, it's a, it's the classic idiom looking at yourself and then looking at Christ, looking at God, looking to who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Um, where are the differences here? Yeah. How can I <clears throat> more so align myself with the goodness of, of who God is and, and trust yeah. that. Because when I'm angry, I'm not trusting that God is good. Yeah. yeah, there's, and you know, I think when I'm interacting with someone who, either they're confessing, yeah, I have a real battle with anger, or it just becomes apparent to everybody, maybe but them, but yeah, anger is an issue. I think, I think that the heart, the thing you have to work through is that there's all kinds of justifications that kind of keep that in place. Mm. Um, and we, we experience that, you know, if you have an, you know, if, if, if you and you and Bethany have, have a conflict, yeah. um, you know, she, her pointing out logically that you're wrong. Yes. Yes. You know, look, here's the data. You're wrong. <laughs> does not make you think, oh, th- oh, that's all my anger problem. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it just don't work like that. We, uh, we, we'll hold to things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. chronic anger, I think is, is the need to hold? That's why I think it starts to look like fear. Mm-hmm. You know, when 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 anger is really taking root in your life, I think it starts to reveal what you what you, what you're afraid of, yes. what you're scared. I'm I'm scared I'm going to lose something. I'm scared something's going to be taken from me. I'm scared God's not going to be there for me. I'm yep. scared. Yep. You know, and so I, I think you know even David Pallison one time just said it. You know, anger is the flip side of fear. Yes, um, that they're intertwined. Because because it is a loss that I'm trying to protect myself from, mm-hmm. either from attack or perceived attack, or because I'm not getting my way and I'm angry at the world because I'm not getting my way. So, so this, I think we have those kind of issues. Yeah, so this is why I love doing this podcast with Andy, because this is a man who just drips wisdom from his mouth. So let me read you a quote from this book. Uh and Aunt, you didn't read this book, right, Andy? No, I haven't. But yet. look at this. Wisdom from this man. Okay. <laughs> so this is from the book. It says, That's Anger- Palace's <laughs> I just stole it. I just stole it. Anger rarely travels alone. It can have so many different companions. Depression, jealousy, anxiety, humiliation, and mostly fear. And sometimes because the companions are often so loud, anger sometimes travels on unnoticed. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it, as you were talking about the justifications, there's a quote right above it says, as far as they can see, their struggle isn't with anger, but with all the people and situations yeah, yeah. that are causing them trouble. Yeah. We could just justify it over and over and over again. It's like, well, because this, 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 and this happens, yeah. I'm going to be angry. Yeah. Mm. And you can see that life will always deal you those things. Right. So in one sense, I think anger can become a habit. Yeah. It's the way I respond when things don't go well. It's it can happen to me driving down the road and somebody yeah. pulling in front of me and I, you know, I get I get ticked off and mm-hmm. and I go from there and I, you know, I just learn to respond to things with anger. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, you know, it's it's a it's it's a habit. Mm-hmm. You know, anger response. And I think we lose lose sight of that. Yeah. Um, and and again, I think we need to expand what we think anger looks like. Like, you know, sometimes I can really battle just discouragement and yeah. just being discouraged and just feeling low and feeling like whether it's like you know self pity or different things like that or just like, uh, I mean, I'm not going full Eeyore on people, mm-hmm. but it, it there is like a like a legitimate discouragement, and I think it's coming. I think it's from anger. I think that anger is tied to whether it's envy of seeing other people uh, prosper and just do things Mm -hmm. like in a way that I wish I was able to do them or whether it's um, feeling like I'm failing at, at whether it's my job or, or being a a husband or a dad and things like I want to be a better of those kinds of things, but I'm angry. I'm not performing at the expectations I set for myself. And then I just get discouraged. So rather than just like taking that anger to God, it's like, man, why do I have these specific expectations for myself? It needs to be, all right, God, here's the skill set you've dealt me, (laughs) dealt with me. And uh, I need to accept that. And, you know, I, with Paul, Mm -hmm. I need to say I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but Christ in me. Right. I might say it like this, because I I think we have to be careful that, you know, okay, discouragement Anger. Yes. Well, no, yeah. I, I think because there's remedies for discouragement mm-hmm. that aren't confession of anger. Oh, okay, but I, yeah, yeah. But I think that one of the things that I think we can say is anything like that, that's a comparative type sin, yeah. will eventually fester into anger mm-hmm. if it isn't dealt with some other way. Yeah. I think it's because I think that's what ends up happening. It's not like, okay, you know, you can be discouraged right that you know you're trying to launch a ministry and it's not going well um you know and you can take that to to, to the lord and say lord what are you doing here yeah. you know what do i need to do differently what are you doing in my heart mm-hmm. is, it, is this a wait and see what is this you can do that and never struggle with anger yeah yeah actually find great faith or you can start to look at it and say this isn't right and i don't have enough resources and it's other people and these mm-hmm. people won't follow mm-hmm. and i'm doing all i can and i'm you know, I'm laying it out there and nobody's following. And, yeah. and I think then anger takes over. So where discouragement had been, anger grows out of that. Yeah. Like a, you know, kind of like a bad seed plant out of something that, yeah. um, so I think it, you know, that's where I, I think that's what it is. You, and you see that, you see that, okay, this didn't start as anger, but right, man, right. let it go. And, uh, and even as you're talking, I'm looking at one of, and I think it's in the, one of the appendix of the book, he's got, uh, like an anger checklist. Like, yeah. uh, am I exhibiting these types of behaviors and is anger kind of insidiously sneaking through these yeah. things? And he's got resentment, bitterness, irritation. Oh, did I read this earlier? Grumbling, sarcasm, yeah. indifference, mm-hmm. critical spirit, competitiveness, abuse, envy, hatred, quarreling, and sulkiness. Or sulkiness. 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 
Put that at the end of the list. Yeah. Right. I, thought I, was, I thought I was good. I thought I was clean. <laughs> it was applied to me. And then you throw in sulkiness. Check, 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 check. check. Oh, oh, man. Got him. I'm a sulky. Oh, so, man. Um, but the, the other thing, too, I think is uh, when you struggle with anger, it can be very difficult to know the effect on other people. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that can happen with anger is it can become isolating. Yeah. Because people don't want to be interacting with someone who either is angry mm -hmm. or is prone to angry responses. Mm -hmm. And they won't necessarily reject you, but you'll just find that, yeah, they're not really going to come into my my sphere. Mm -hmm. And they're certainly not going to be honest with me because they don't want to trigger anything. And so on top of, you know, anger becomes isolation. You get you get this sense that nobody cares. Yeah. Yes. And now I'm all alone. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, because you're driving people away. <laughs> You know, and and people, and you can't blame that on well they're not they're not loving me. Well, I right. think it's a, there's a fruit yeah. that takes place in anger too. That if we're going to deal with it, we have to acknowledge the fruit of it as well. Yeah. Um. In the in 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 relationships, you see that with sometimes in marriages where you have a, a you know an angry father or a husband or mom. Um. Where to her, for her to get a handle on it, she's got to recognize my kids have adapted to my anger. Right. Dad, my, the kids just recognize when dad's here, don't, don't mess with him. Yeah. Um, and that, and that, and that affects relationships. Mm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anger has a strong effect on relationships that, um, People only people are only going to come at you a few times. Mm -hmm. They're only going to move toward you a few right. times before they recognize I need to I need to protect myself. Yes, yep, that's exactly right. Mm. Man, there's oh, this. I I want to just like sit here and just read this book to y'all. I'm not going to do that because that's unhelpful. But another another uh, in in the section where he's talking about the first steps in diffusing human anger is uh, just contrasting, again, contrasting our anger with God's anger. And one of the key differences, he says, is we always, 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 we always live in the absence of absolute knowledge. Yeah, There are mm -hmm. always things we do not yeah. know because we are not God. Yep. And so you take that and then you contrast that with God. Like yeah. he is never without knowledge. Yeah. He is never without absolute knowledge. He always knows everything yeah and uh so if he's angry he's got a reason to be yeah. <laughs> right yeah. you know and um and and the fact is that like there's like not only is the contrast of like okay i need to you know pull up psalm 131 like my eyes are not lifted high i do not think of things that are too vast and marvelous for me blah 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 but um but also there's comfort in that like yeah i can be angry and then i can look to god and say Okay, but he still knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I can let my shoulders down a little bit. Yeah, and I can take a deep breath, and I can understand that he he's gonna get it done. Whatever yeah. needs to get done, whatever needs to be fixed, whatever needs to be changed, whatever needs to be worked out, like God is eventually gonna work it out. Yeah. And even if what it looks like when God works it out isn't what I want or yeah. makes things even like more difficult for me, yeah, I can trust that like that's still the best route. Mm -hmm. because he's 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 actually perfect like he's not yeah. like kind of perfect or mostly sure, sovereign yeah. like he yeah. is perfect and he is sovereign yeah um yeah one of the things i think uh you know we, we talk about things like this and very conscious of people getting discouraged and like yeah i just struggle with anger and look at it it's just it's it's worse than i thought 
Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, and I, I think one of the things that's really important is to to always have a category for I'm tempted to anger mm-hmm. versus I'm, at, I'm 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 sinning in anger. Let them know. Go for we it. We will, you know, we will always be tempted. Uh, those are common temptations. Mm-hmm. I, I think, but I think you can fight the battle against against sinful anger. Yeah. And uh, I, I'll, gi- I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say you're driving on the road and somebody cuts you off, right? Mm-hmm. That initial response is, that's wrong, right? Yes. There's yeah. a, that's unjust. You shouldn't do that. That was dangerous, yeah. you know? And, and so that right there is a, it's a, it's a, it's a response. It's a fear response sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've sinned there. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> what happens next is huge, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Now, do I begin to ruminate mm-hmm. about what happened? Well, that was wrong, and, that, and I'm going to let that guy know, and I'm going to get him next to him, mm-hmm. you know. And I go down this whole road of he's got to know what he did wrong, and I'm going to justify, you know, riding his, you know, riding his bumper, whatever I'm going to do. Yes, yeah. Um, driving up and just, you know, staring, staring at, at him, him you let know, him know, whatever it is. Um, and at that point, you've crossed over, mm-hmm. you know. But before that, there is a direction. The Lord gives you other directions. Yeah. You know, you can say, well, Lord, thank you for not having it turn into an accident. Yeah, yeah. You protected me. Mm-hmm. You can go down the road of, well, you know what? Let, let me believe the best. Maybe he's got something really heavy on his mind and heart. Yeah. Let me pray for him. Mm. You know? <laughs> that's, 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 that's hyper-godly. That's, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> well, it might be, but, you know, it also could be just, you know, if I struggle sure. with that kind of anger, right, right. let me, if I struggle with that temptation, let me t- teach myself to go right to prayer. Yeah. And not to just ruminating on what happened. So there's these opportunities, these choices that we can make. So it's, as much as anger can feel yeah. like it just erupts, yeah. it really is a. It's it, and it might be a bunch of quick decisions, but they're decisions we make about ourselves and God and our situation yeah. that lead us to to transgress in anger. Yeah, and we have to learn how to interrupt those mm-hmm. so we can at least consider, Lord, what would you have for me? Yeah. Yeah. And man, sorry, even as you were saying that, it just launched kind of, I don't want to jump into a brand new like arena of this topic because I think we should start landing the plane mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but like, I'm just thinking of like situational things that happen before you return to your home. Like yeah. you're at work and your boss, you're like, you know, your we, boss, your boss. You, no, no, not, not, you, not, not me, you. not me. <laughs> I'm not your boss, but I know him. <laughs> no, but like say you're at work and your boss is just having like, just sometimes, you know, you don't mess with the boss. Like yeah, he sure. is just, yeah. he's having a rough day yeah. and he's harping on everything. He's having a rough career. <laughs> and and sometimes you are the recipient of hyper unrighteous anger. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so you think you're doing all right. And then you're driving home and you get into the, you get into the door and your roommates or your wife or whoever is there and. And then all of a sudden you're just short. There's like, how's your day? And you're just like, yeah. it was fine. Yeah. Like yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. And then these small little annoyances happen and everything's and then all of a yeah. sudden, you're just like you're huffing and you're puffing. And whether or not you like explode or not, like your mind is just irritated and annoyed at all these different kind of things. And it's like we have to like recognize what's happening in that moment. Yeah. And just be like, okay, I need to stop. I need to pray. Yeah. I need to get myself right. And I need extra strength. Yeah. Right now. Uh, Cause I, I shouldn't be as impatient as I am yeah. right now in, in this moment. You know, I was joking with Bethany. I was just like, what is it with like putting our kids to sleep where we're I'm, like, I'm solid for like 
17 and a half minutes. You know, we're reading books, we pray, yeah. sing a few songs, and then the negotiations begin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I've never eaten food in my entire life. Yeah. What is water? I'm hungry. Yes, what is this? I have to go to the bathroom. It's like, you just yeah. went. Yeah. You're just like, well, now I'm scared. Uh, we need, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, everybody is getting to the bed. It's just like, oh, it's like, I needed, I needed one more minute of grace, and we could have ended the night so well. That's right. It's like, what is and that? And you messed it up. <laughs> I was pleasing Jesus and you messed it up. <laughs> it's just like, what do you get to be an adult and your kids do this to you? Man, it's such a mess. And you know what happens? It's like it's when we slip into that fleshly self-sufficiency, right? Yeah. When we, and, our, and rights. rights. I have a right. I have a right. Like, I have a right for you to be in bed. I have 30 minutes before I'm supposed to be in bed myself. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. I need to be laying down and relaxing. Yeah. Eating some Cheez-Its or something. There you go. I want my Cheez-Its. <laughs> in peace. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> uh, yes, that may be it. Now you're transgressing into my cheese <laughs> time. <laughs> Nobody transgresses into my cheese at Shout time. out to Cheez Its, man. They're, they're a great snack. <laughs> they are great. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, I was going to say the situational awareness of the day that you've had and sure. the lingering, like, because you could be yeah. crushing it in dealing with the anger throughout the day, throughout the day. But yeah. la- I think later in the day, as we get more fatigued, we yeah. have made all these different decisions and just, we're fatigued and we just need just a little bit more grace. Yeah. And uh, he promises to give more grace. So that's right. That's right. Any other closing thoughts? No, good stuff. I think you know, just for folks out there who feel like, yeah, you're catching me. You know, I'm. I feel like I'm an angry person. You know, I just want you know the Lord is there. Yeah. Um. He He is a kind God. He is not judging you for your anger. He gives you a way out. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Allow him to begin to do that work because because there is there is a peace when you realize I don't have to con- to to control and defend my territory. Yeah, I can let let the Lord do that for me, and there really is peace there. Mm-hmm. So that's great, awesome. Check out the book, guys. Uh, the link is in our show notes, and um, it's just about it's like two hundred eleven pages, including the appendix. So not a super huge book, very very helpful and uh, encouraging as well. Um, this isn't a book that's going to beat you up. It's a book that's going to going to help you wrestle with it in a way that um, that is, that is helpful. So that's it. See you next time. <laughs>